Haha, <laughs> how you like that segue? You're telling me that that's my reading level? <laughs> no, not literally. That hurts my feelings. Not, I'm not literally saying that. <laughs> when I was in first grade, we did the star reading tests, and my grade level for reading was 12 plus. I was, I was, it was said that I should be reading college level books. Damn. In first grade. That's insane. Yeah. And uh, you're just weighed down by dyslexia? Probably. I, undiagnosed dyslexia? Uh, undiagnosed dyslexia and ADHD. Yeah. <laughs> um, like, I was I was an overachiever, you know, as a kid. I was an underachiever. I mean, like, okay. So my I had a teacher who would get really, really fucking mad at me because she's like, you should be in advanced English. But I was in the, like, remedial English. And because I never did my homework, she'd, like, get physically angry. She'd get, she'd, like, yank my papers away from me. Like, you're supposed to be, you are too good for this. Yeah, I was pretty much the same. (laughs) No, like, I was in remedial stuff. Well, I wasn't in remedial, remedial. I was, like... I was in the remedial reading class because I was mis- misdiagnosed with dyslexia. I was in high school at this point, though. Oh, yeah. I'm talking elementary school. I was the fucking smart kid. <laughs> um, on tests, I did amazing, but I didn't do my homework. Same. Um, and then by high school, I was just a fucking burnt out former gifted and talented kid. You know, one of those where I was like, I burned out way sooner than, than, than those people, though. I burned out in fucking high school. I... Yeah, I burnt out in, in in high school. But, like, I guess, like, even in high school, my teachers were, like, very much, like, you are way too smart for this. You're way too gifted, way too... Like, I used to write, like, little stories and just, like, submit them, like, to my teachers just because I was bored. And they would give me a little... They, they would just be like, I'll just give you, like, a, a point or two for extra credit, whatever. Nice. Any any uh, any of any stories that are like your favorites that you remember? I don't. It was just little snippets, like two or three paragraphs of shit, and it was just like I I wrote one like about Halloween, um, or getting ready for Halloween. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a lot of like slice of life kind of shit, uh, but it was very like descriptive and um, a lot of it like. There was a lot of realistic dialogue. Like, a lot of people who've critiqued my writings would talk about how they really like my level of description and my my dialogue. Like, the interaction between characters and how they it just seems like real conversation. <laughs> but... Yeah. I've actually good, had... Good dialogue's hard. <laughs> I've actually had some... I used to write, like, erotic stuff. And send it to a guy who actually does write for a living. And, <laughs> like, I, he and I used to flirt way back in the day. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I would I would write dirty things to try to, like, you know, like, dirty kind of, like, texting, but not... Not sexting, but, like... Like, send full, like, little short stories. Short stories about other people fucking... No, it was point of view, like, oh. I, I do this, you know... And then you you notice me from behind, da-da-da-da. 
or like you notice me out of the corner of my uh, a corner of your eye while I'm doing this, and then you proceed to da da da. So you did erotic friend <laughs> fiction, but as an adult, <laughs> and and sent it to said friend. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. Yes. However, being that this man was an a uh, is a writer on a regular basis, like he's a freelance writer, he actually said that uh, my writings gave him like visceral reactions and that um he compared my writing to Stephen King. Ooh. Yeah, Stephen King's <laughs> really fucking good at um painting pictures. Painting pictures and mm-hmm. and building characters. Like I I'll always talk about how Under the Dome was a thousand pages of fucking nonsense with interesting characters. like literally like it's the characters are what made that book so much fun to read because every single point of view felt entirely like it was written by a completely different person you know you had the guy who was um who who was like a football star who was who had like uh permanent brain damage from having his having his head hit so many times oh no and so he was just fucking crazy oh uh, you had like the 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 kid who was a runaway. You had like the guy who was just just passing through fucking town and is now is just kind of stuck there as mm-hmm. everything's going on, and like not really a lot happens. And then the sky is on fire. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like it was it was fucking good. It was a good fucking book. I read it in like a weekend, and it was like fifteen hundred pages. I would never be able to do that. <laughs> and, uh, it was it's actually pretty cool because like um. You know, you would think like, oh, trapped under a dome, kind of like the Simpsons movie. Uh, but what he he did, he took into account was just the methane buildup in the atmosphere Oof. above the town when something Farts. when something happened because uh, like there was no electricity, there was no running water, uh, uh. Th- there was just what people had uh, with with all the methane be- buildup, people like getting fucking light lightheaded. Some dude who's like, this isn't happening, this is all fake, lights a fucking cigarette, and the entire town catches fucking fire and they're all like like literally the entire town is just burning as all of the gas in the sky just starts to combust and um the the three people that made it to the edge of town and met like with military people from a neighboring town they they flew in these massive industrial fans blowing at the edge of the invisible dome and they felt a gentle breeze of fresh air pushing over them as right behind them was just furnace hot air rushing against their backs and they were able they were the only fucking survivors because they had just a a gentle stream of fresh air coming through the dome jeez and then some lady saw an alien and is like fuck you (laughs) i would do i would do that's literally what happened because uh she compared it to welcome to let's read something um (laughs) (laughs) she compared it to when she was bullied in high school and left bleeding on the edge of the the road on the side it was fucking traumatic Mm -hmm. and um a a car drove past uh it, it, uh, this kind of happens in the movie or in the book it as well a car drives past and she's like they didn't even stop um and so she compares uh the alien that she meets that's basically watching the dome from their spaceship like mm-hmm. you're just a bully fuck you and then the, the the alien just lifts the fucking snow globe and then she's back and then suddenly the dome is lifted and the book is over <laughs> so i i <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go ahead and say it. She's the real hero. Yeah. She's the real fucking hero. She saw God and said, fuck you. Me too. That's that's the fucking spirit. She didn't ask, why are you doing it? Why, why are we deemed 
worthy of this punishment. No, she's like, fuck you, you fucking bully piece you fucking, of shit. You sadist cocksucker. I would call, I would straight up, if I met God, if God would, if God were real, and if I met God, I would be like, you a bitch. <laughs> Smack him. I'll, I'll always say yeah. that to people that say that God has a plan, God's plan includes cancer and pedophiles. I don't like it. Yep. I agree. Any who's it's <laughs> welcome to Let's Watch Something. I'm Anthony. Yeah. I'm a jank. Yeah. I'm a jank. Oh. Hello. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's been a while, huh? It's been a while. And I, can, I love that song. Fuck you. you. You love Puddle of Mud? That's not Puddle of Mud, bitch. Uh, Nirvana? Stained. <laughs> I'm going to get mad at you for not knowing good music. I, I know it's stained. I just love the t- the name of the band Puddle of Mud. I hate that band. I don't know any of their songs. Oh, God. So there's one song. It's called She Hates Me. She fucking hates yep, that's me. It. Okay, yes. That's I them. love that song. You do? Yeah. I can play that on guitar. It's, it's literally the same chords as a song called I Saw Your Mommy and Your Mommy's Dead by Suicidal Tendencies. Holy shit. Yeah. So you can play both of those on guitar. Yes, I can. You just, you know. It's easy. She fucking hates me. Yeah. I can play that too. This is Nirvana. Shut up. Have you seen the TikTok of the guy like oldies? You must know. Uh-huh. And then it's uh, "Come as You Are" by Nirvana starts playing. Mm-hmm. Um, or, okay. Yeah, and like everyone on TikTok is like, "Fuck you!" That's not oldies. <laughs> and like I'm on the kid side. Oldies is music that is from before you were born. That is an okay thing to think. <sighs> like, is it polite? Not probably not, but like I mean, like it is kind of it's like thirty years old now. Like yeah, if you think, like and that sucks because I'm old now. Mm-hmm. I hate you. And, Shut and up. there are kids who are. <laughs> I'm also old. There are kids who are twenty now, and that shit happened ten years before they were born. Ten years before I was born, I can't really name any prominent eighties. <coughs> I I can musicians. T- what mus What musician? Eighties. Eighties. Um, I can I can name. I can name 70s, 80s, 90s. And today. <laughs> okay. Like, do, you want, do you want a challenge? Like, Yeah. Okay. Um, I will name five. 1982. I can't give you the fucking. That's fine. Uh, okay. I was going to say I'll name you five bands from the 70s, five bands from the 80s, and five bands from the 90s. Okay. Um, okay. 70s. Journey. Aerosmith. Led Zeppelin. Deep Purple, and I believe Iron Maiden started in the 70s, but was more popular in the 80s. So did Rush. You're right. 80s. Um, Depeche Mode. Nine Inch Nails. Which is surprising, because most people... I wouldn't have thought they were that old. (laughs) Most people think of them as, like, the 90s. Yeah, uh, like, late 90s. But it's early, it's early, early 90s, late 80s. (laughs) We're talking about music. Here comes Randall. The Cure. Stop looking, Duran Duran. <laughs> Stop looking at me. Is my face turning red? My face feels red. Mm-hmm. I can't even. So I got five. I got four out of five. I'm fuck. He came out. Uh, let's just go Hollow Oats because <laughs> I can't think of anything right now, and he's making me nervous. 
He just walks out and just like my face is is it look how red it is. Like I is it red? Yeah. That's what he does. <sighs> I couldn't even breathe. I started freaking out a little bit for some reason. I don't know why. Stop! Do you want to be like make me uncomfortable and make me nervous and make me freak out? I'm gonna pee right here on the floor. I got a skirt on. I'll just pull it up and squat. Don't you f stop? Just I can see your arm. I can see your arm. You're so mean to me. <sighs> Panic ensued. Yes, I again. can't breathe. Okay, let's go ahead. Nineties. Nineties. Okay, there's a lot. Um. Okay. <sighs> Fuck. I don't even know what it's. Uh. Nirvana was even started in the 80s. Yeah, um, I, was, I was just about to say 1989. I'm trying to fucking think of all the like 90s, 90s. Like I can, okay. Like, I want to say The Offspring. I, I can't um, be for sure. Um, Corn? Oh my God, it's corn. I love corn. I don't even care. Uh, Slipknot. <laughs> I'm going to go, I'm, I'm going to go I'm gonna go in a completely new direction now, and I'm gonna say in sync. <laughs> okay, uh, Offspring was formed in 1984. I was dead wrong. Oh damn, they were old. Yeah. Um, I got two more. 90s. <laughs> Fuck, because there's so many that I can't. I can't even like. I can't How's even... about Green Day? Oh yeah. 87 holy I gonna, shit i was gonna say are they are you sure they're i think they're late 80s too they are um man i had no idea because like even like their most prominent albums were in the 90s but i guess they started in the 80s yeah a lot of bands started earlier than their more prominent albums yeah rush <laughs> i think formed in 72 their first album was in 74 um yeah i'm kind of having a I'm I'm kind of, cause like I know a lot, but I'm. Uh, oh, well, fuck um, it, Limp Bizkit and um. Faith No More. Actually, I think Faith No More was from the '80s too. Really? Mm, almost certain. Paramore. Paramore was probably Jesus. the late '90s to early 2000s, so probably. They formed in 1979, but they they. Faith uh, No More. Uh, they they formed under the Faith name. Faith No More. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but they. Settle, they settled on the current name in 1983. I fucking love Mike Patton. You don't know anything about them, though. I know they're fucking, you want it all, but you can't have it. I like that song, but that is, okay. I'm going to tell you right <laughs> now. That is. <laughs> get that it, it doesn't, doesn't matter, matter anyway. anyway. Uh, so cool. It's like walking on Okay, ice. okay, okay. Hold on. Time out. Time uh -huh. out, big boy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that song is like, like a pin drop in the ocean of the type of the the styles they're capable of performing. And you would never know that until unless. Oh you shit! Yeah, a lot of bands are like that. No, 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 and no. I love it. <laughs> I mean, they are their styles. The you can barely pinpoint. Like you can call them alternative rock, but like M Mike Patton can do. He will fucking literally sing like a crooner song. Like fucking Mike Patton does a lot of shit. Yes, he did. Uh, one of my favorite Bjork albums. Yeah, he did an album of like Italian acoustic guitar. 
Mike Patton is a he's a hot yeah. too. He's so sexy. Weird shit. You know he's what else? Sexy. You know what else was? Have really, you ever seen him? Uh, no. Oh my god, look him up. He's fucking hot. You want to know what was big in the nineties? My dick. <laughs> Goosebumps. Oh yeah, you're right. I forgot. <laughs> yeah, Goosebumps was big in the nineties. Oh, I was gonna my look up Mike duck. Patton. Yuck. God, did I ever send you that one video? Uh, you don't have to because the sound is all over fucking TikTok. There's right a now. specific video though. Um, I don't know. It's pretty funny. Yeah, he looks like a football player. No, he doesn't. What? Who did you look up? Mike Patton. And what does it show? Yeah, he's hot. Looks like a soccer player, right? No. Well, okay, soccer player maybe. But I, oh, I, I said football, didn't I? Oh God, what the fuck? They, you know, in, in Europe mean, they like, call it football. I guess. <laughs> That's where my brain was. Okay, I'm sorry. You're so weird. Uh, yeah, big in the 90s, 1992, uh, the first Goosebumps books came out. Did you ever read any of them? Mm, uh, I know you said maybe. you had a couple. I had a couple. I had, uh, it came from Beneath the Sink. One of my favorites. I had the one with the, uh, I can't for, for remember what the fucking title was, but they were like, it's like a family cooking out, but they're all skeletons. Say cheese and die. Yeah. A very memorable one, but honestly, not a very good one. I know? don't remember reading it, um, but I remember having the the cover. <laughs> the first one I read was when I was in elementary school. Uh, I read The Cuckoo Clock of Doom. Oh. And I just, I, I, I don't know what it was. It was one of the first books I read, too. Like, I was one of those kids, like, I don't want to read books. <laughs> and, like, you look at everyone who's checking out Harry Potter books, and you're like, I could probably do that. And then you get to fucking Goblet of Fire, and it's like... 800 fucking pages. I've literally never read a Harry Potter book in my life. Uh, I would you know, nev- I'm, I'm glad I never got into it because fuck turfs. Yeah, she's a fucking turf. Fuck if you turfs. Get the book secondhand, I would recommend, you know, like they're not bad books. There are better books. Yeah, there's better, better books. better people. Though. Yeah, absolutely. So fuck it. Don't recommend that. Won't you do a search, find some real books to recommend people who can. Who can actually be supported. Uh, one of the things that like turned me <laughs> on to how shitty... Well, not turned me on. Giggity. Uh, but turned me on to how shitty J.K. Rowling is. Is like if you go on her website, it's like J.K. Rowling recommends these books. And it's all like 1,800 authors. Whereas you go to the guy that wrote <laughs> Percy Jackson. And it's like his recommendations. It's all contemporary artists and authors. Mm-hmm. Uh, J.K. Rowling doesn't want you to buy from her competitors. The guy that wrote Percy Jackson in the Olympians series. He's all about like... Read all of them, you know? And I just think that's that's cool. Fucking free, feed your brain, buddies. Yeah, like, don't, don't, you want to encourage, uh, you don't want to discourage, yeah, discourage reading. Um, like, even, fuck. <laughs> I discourage reading because I'm bad at it. <laughs> uh, R.L. Stein, his books, like, as a kid, you're like, this is fun. Yeah. If you were to read them as an adult, they're kind of, they're kind of hard. It's funny. It's it's funny. And yeah. it, it's not fun anymore. It's just funny. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the first one I read as an adult. Well, I mean, I read a lot of them as an adult, actually. I read yeah. most of them. But the one I read recently as an adult was one of his more recent ones called Revenge of the Invisible Boy. Gay. It was fucking terrible. And I admit, I'm not the, I'm not the target audience for these books anymore. And that's fine. But, but who the fuck are the target audience for the... Like, okay, does he even understand contemporary kids nowadays? Um, reading the Probably books, not. he understands the technology a little bit better. Uh, uh, and in the 90s, he had a... He had like a... He had a kid. 
he had two sons. Okay. So in the 90s and early 2000s, like, he was able to talk to his son, his sons, about, like, hey, what are kids into these days? We just want popcorn and... Doritos. <laughs> we just want Doritos and video games. Fuck off, Dad. Which is weird, because he never wrote one about video games. <gasps> he didn't let his kids play video games. What a fucking asshole. <laughs> we you don't know, know that. You know who lets his kid play video games? Jack Black. I love Jack Black. Yeah. He's uh, my we're hero. doing we, this week we watched Goosebumps by the way. <laughs> okay. We we keep getting a little all over the place. Yeah, it's fine. I miss my cat. She was literally right here like a second ago. <laughs> I know. I just miss her. Um so Goosebumps <laughs> opens up with fucking Zack and his mom. Fuck that guy. Piece of shit. Little, I hate that kid. Like a shitty teenage kid. Uh, and I, like, we moved to a new city. Uh, uh, oh, we moved. My dad's dead. <laughs> so did my. I would stay. With, I would have stayed home. I would have stayed with dad if he hadn't died. I, I'd rather go see dad now. Could <laughs> <laughs> stay in fucking Ohio or wherever the fuck we moved Delaware. to. Delaware. Oh, it was Delaware. It was um, mm-hmm. Madison, Delaware. God, Delaware does kind of suck. It seems like that kind of place that sucks. It does. You know what? With with how small our base is, I'm 100% safe in saying that because I don't think anyone in Delaware <laughs> will ever listen to our podcast. I think I have friends online in Delaware. Tell them, tell them to listen to our podcast because no! their state fucking sucks. Uh, no. <laughs> Feeling bad? Yeah. <laughs> Regretting your statement? Okay, how about, um, how about Nevada? I pro- no, I have people in Nevada. Um, Idaho. I, have, I used to live in Idaho, bitch. And how did you like it? I hated it. Fuck Idaho. Fuck Idaho. Um, North I, Dakota. I've been through there. South Dakota. I've been through there. How are they? Oh, it is nothing. Flat as a pancake? There is. N- it's windy. Like, you'd think, like, it wouldn't be that windy, but it is fucking windy. Well, there's no mountains blocking the way. It's very windy. Like you, it will push your car windy. I think it's isn't it Oklahoma or Kansas that's like the the flat as a pancake state. No clue. And neither do I. I love pancakes. Um, Zach is Zach moves into the house. Um, his mom. All, oh. Oh, he's all what? Oh, he's all like, oh, it's scary. I'm gay. <laughs> <laughs> that's this movie. <laughs> <laughs> that's the end of the fucking podcast it's just like i just it's like it's <laughs> shut up it's at the end stop yeah you're right <laughs> oh um, excuse me <laughs> uh his aunt gail i love her she's fucking hilarious she's she's like played off as the the awkward aunt who gives she's stupid totally gifts. awkward I love her. She gives him like a denim hat with the New York Yankees logo. It that's is bedazzled. The, it is the most lesbian thing I've ever seen. So lesbian. Like if he I wants, love it. If Zach wants to like attract lesbians, he needs he, to wear that hat. He put on that hat, a button up, like with a funky pattern on it. And then like. Just hang around, up, hang around outside of bars. He's No, he has to wear like. Like jeans and then cuff them at the bottom, cuff them up. Yeah. Where, do, where does where do you, where does one go to pick up lesbians? Hardware stores. <laughs> plumbing hardware section. Hardware stores. The plumbing section of the yeah, hardware store. Specifically. Because <laughs> they're always looking to fix their toilets. Just fucking grab a plunger and just kind of like. Oh yeah. 
<laughs> They're just going to be like, hey. Is that a lesbian? You look like a lesbian. I look like a lesbian. Do you want to be lesbians together? <laughs> I love lesbians. <laughs> oh, man. I would love to be a lesbian with you. <laughs> Sweet. Let's do this. Uh, and then they sees, put their mouths together yeah. in the most uncomfortable way ever. Cause, especially because Zach is like a high school student. Because he doesn't know how to mouth. <laughs> no, he doesn't. He's never kissed a girl that wasn't his mom. Oh, no. Uh, he's, but they he's, have kissed in very uncomfortable ways. Yeah, you know, someone's got to teach him. Oh, bleh, bleh. His mom looks like the type of mom who get too wine drunk and then slip into his bed instead of her own. Oh, no, that's the worst. I feel terrible now. I read a book like this once. Oh, no! <laughs> Never mind. Really? Anywho, no. Of oh. course I haven't. I felt bad. Anywho, I was like, I'm sorry I triggered you. <laughs> <laughs> so we have discussed my opinion on incest. We have. You like it. I, I would, well. You would, f okay, would you fuck your brothers? No. <laughs> if you had a sister... And she looked like a weird combination of your mom and one of your brothers, but was kind of still pretty. Off the record? Yes. Oh, <laughs> I didn't mean to hit that. Anyway. <laughs> Any who's it? Um, Zach is dropping fucking moving boxes and he sees a hot girl next door. She farts. That's approximately... Oh yeah, if she farts... He's in. She's in love with you, man. If she farts... <laughs> If she farts, Or she's is... just gross. No. People fart. Yeah, they do. You, it, is every single human being on this planet gross because they fart? No. Exactly. I'm gross because I don't bathe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gross because when I, when I do fart, I go like this. <laughs> <laughs> Wafting it. Uh, I'm hot, gross hot. because I don't put on deodorant. And when I do, I put it, <laughs> I put it on my inner thighs. It stops chafing. <laughs> actually, I'm going to tell you right now, that actually works. <laughs> if you ever, like if you get sweat or whatever build up underneath your belly mm -hmm. or inner thighs, put deodorant there. Fucking uh -huh. fat kid fat hacks. We used to call that gig butt. What? Gig oh, butt, yeah. The swamp ass that you get after like a 12 hour shift. Gnarly. Yeah. It was it was a common thing back in when I was <laughs> back in my day of actually working events and shit. I miss that shit. But still. I, uh -huh. I I like having the steady paycheck. Yeah, it's good. But the, the, the pride that comes from the work I used to do. <clears throat> anyway, uh hot girl ducks back through the fucking Ouch. window and Jack Black uh he screams. He says his name is Mr. Shivers. Shivers. Uh, and he's like, you stay away from my daughter, you fuck. Horny, you horny child, get away from me. <laughs> Be gone, horny child. <laughs> he sprays him with water. <laughs> <laughs> Don't basically, you? that's basically what he's doing. He doesn't even fucking, he could have slammed the fucking window shut, but no. He just dramatically closes the the cover, uh, the, what? The, the window. The curtains. That's oh, it. yeah. He, 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 like, slams the curtains instead of shutting the window. Yes. Because they wanted to have a fucking shot of the wind of the curtains billowing in the wind. Spoopy. 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 So, we're ten minutes into a Goosebumps movie. 
There's nothing fucking goosebumps about it. Eh. Zach goes to his first day of school and his mom is there because she's the fucking principal. Assistant. Or, yeah, the the assistant or vice principal or something. Some bullshit. She works there now. Um, Yeah. And there's an assembly and he meets Champion. This fucking weird kid singles this boy out of nowhere and immediately asks him to the dance. Hey, are are you going to the dance this weekend? With his fucking teeth chompers. His all, big fucking teeth that uh, are like three and, miles long. Like he's nothing but teeth, but you can still see gum when he talks. Oh, Lord. And it's he still looks like too the much kid gum. From, he looks like the kid from Monster House. <laughs> like a, a fucking like, like they literally just did the fucking CGI to him and then put him in that fucking yeah. movie. But yeah. <laughs> Weird um, fucking chompers. He sneaks out at night with hot neighbor girl, Hannah, uh, to the fucking old rundown carnival. Do you think Hannah was short for hot neighbor girl? Hot neighbor girl? Hannah. Hannah. Hot neighbor. Hannah. Hot neighbor. Anyway. Yeah, I can see that. A little bit. Maybe it's a stretch. It's it's a it's a bit of a stretch. Eh, I have uh, stretched weirder uh, things. Goatsy. <laughs> Ew. Ew. You want to you think about... You nope. Know. Shut down. Somebody had to take that picture. I have marshmallow fluff. <laughs> Don't try to change the subject when I'm talking about goatsy. I will do no such thing. I have marshmallow fluff and peanut butter. Fluff or nutters. Uh, Heck yeah. And there's bananas. 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 You know what I hear whenever... Bananas. Um, our theme song is bananas. <laughs> bananas. So, Bananas wrote our song. Hot girl, uh, Jack Black, like, locks her up in her room, and there's just a shriek and breaking glass. <laughs> and Zach does the sensible thing and calls the cops. Oh, but here's the thing. If you know anything about cops, you know that wasn't really anything. They weren't going to do shit. Yeah, they're like, oh, someone's getting beat over there. We'll show up in two hours and shoot your dog. Oh, no. Or shoot you while you're sleeping. It's one of my favorite. Well, it sucks. It's a shitty thing. All cops are bastards, and they're all complicit in a broken system. Defund the police. Um, One of my favorite (laughs) jokes was, when you defund the police, who are you going to call if someone breaks into your house? Well, I'll call someone else to show up three hours late and shoot my dog. (laughs) I'm so sad. That's what cops are doing. I don't want any dogs to get hurt ever. Yeah. I cry about dogs. Do you remember that that TikTok I sent you of the wobbly kitten? <gasps> oh, and, I and they like put they put braces the like yeah the tape they taped its legs oh, to help him. Oh baby! And it's still a wobbly boy, but he's the cutest little. I Aww. cried. I cried. I cried. I want I cry. a cat. I have one, sassy. Yeah, but I want a cat for me. And this is a cat that's here. Baby. I want a cat that's at my apartment. Talk to your girly friend. I have been, and we're like. I feel like she's only got so much um, patience on the topic and that she will eventually cave in. <laughs> but I'm going to let that happen naturally. Don't force it. We like, have a neighbor dog and, and that really helps. Do you pet the pet? Yeah, I get to pet whenever he's outside. <gasps> oh, um, man. He's, he, like, his name is Antonio. <gasps> oh, what a good name. And the first day I met him, he was barking <sighs> like crazy. And I was kind of like, I'll, did you I'll, bark I'll, back at him? No, I didn't. Desert your dominance? The second time I passed by, uh, his his owner was out there and was like, oh, you could pet him. And I like squatted down and I was like, 
come here. And like he ran up to me and he was like getting all the love. And it was, he was, su- he is such a good boy. He was just nervous the first time. Yeah. And his name is Antonio and he's like a corgi mix of something else. Oh, you shut the fuck yeah. up. Yeah. He's, he's, he's just a little, he's got little stubby he's legs. He's a little guy. He's, he's a, a little, little guy. guy. I'll get a, I'll get a picture for you next time I see him. So anyway, the cops show up. Oh no, don't tell me the cops show up with the dogs. Uh, Hold on. Oh my god. There's things happening in my emotions. I just went for a ride. (laughs) Hoof. I almost cried. Uh, there's no. there's a there's a sergeant in training uh, with the, with one of the cops. Oh yeah, she's dope. She's she's like you're under arrest. <laughs> He's like, we're not there yet. I like her. Uh, and, I just and like her chutzpah. Her chutzpah. Her moxie. You got moxie, kid. Yeah. Where was I when they handed out chutzpah, Mister? I open the store. Ew. Well, no, I got the line wrong. Anyway. <laughs> um. They go inside to investigate the screaming and there's just a horror movie playing and he says, I didn't know it was against the law to be an audiophile. <laughs> and the cop just reaches for the gun and goes, a what a file? <laughs> I love her for that. I would have reached for my gun if I heard anything like fi- what she thought she heard too. <laughs> a what a file? Yeah. Fucking best laugh I have in the whole movie. <laughs> Because it's uh, the only laugh to have in the whole movie. Yeah. Other than the end, but... I mean, not the end end, but... I mean, honestly, I feel like the movie is fun. It's, uh... It's not great. It's not. But it's fun. It's hardly... There's there's no logic to it. You know, there's no, there's no sense to be made, but that's fine. <laughs> um... Because they uh, they break into his house after he leaves one night. Which is weird. Uh, just Zach and Champ uh, go through with his, his shit. And they're like, oh my God, what's all these Goosebumps do- books doing here? Oh, why are they locked up? Their manuscript script's locked with a key. And Zach's like, oh, well, fucking don't be such a pussy. There's just a key here. Let me unlock it to show you. It's just not, it's not a fucking weird thing. Books are locked all the time, you piece of shit. <laughs> right? Like who? <laughs> why the fuck did he unlock it then? Like, who locks a book? Well, yeah, who locks a book? But also, like, why the fuck is he, like, why are you being such a weird shit about it? I would have been weirded out by a locked book. I'm like, maybe there's incantations in it Mm. that'll raise the dead. And the first Maybe it'll raise my dead dick. The first book they open is The Abominable Snowman of Pasadena. And uh, out pops the CG monster, and they're like, oh my god, it's a snowman. Oh wait, he's made of snow, isn't he? No. He's gonna melt if he That's doesn't get the st- dumbest thing I've ever I heard. I fucking hated that part where like they clearly didn't know that the abominable snowman is a yeti. Yeah. Which I'm not even saying that like as you didn't read the book. I literally mean like abominable snowman is a yeti. Like that's the mythology. Mm-hmm. This is not a fucking snowman. <laughs> it's not a fucking creature made of snow with carrot nose, coal eyes, little doofy smile. Top hat scarf. Frosty. Thumpity thump thump. No. It's a Yeti. And they're all acting <laughs> like it's made out of fucking snow. It's not a literal snowman. <laughs> that part, like every time they I refer love, to it, I it's love stupid. that it makes you that angry because it, I feel you. Right. I'm not going to fucking argue your, the, your anger because I'm going to 
I'm going to validate this anger. Thank you. Like they, it, like clearly they storyboarded it. Like they had people working on it, but like none of the actors knew what the fuck it was. Apparently, I would have been like, if if I were like reading the fucking script, I've been like, to the writers, I'd have been like, do you guys think an abominable? Do you think it's made of snow? Yeah, exactly. Like, do you? I feel like Jack Black should have known. I mean, I don't know if Jack Black read the books. You can't say that about him. Even still, the fucking <laughs> cover art is the thing that people remember most. And it's a fucking Yeti. Yeah, With it's a Yetiman. The abominable Yetiman of Pasadena. I hate you. And the book Beware the Snowman? That's Beware the Yetiman. Yetiman? No, that one's actually a snowman. I fucking hate snowmans. Which means they could have made the first book Beware the Snowman. But they fucking didn't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> This all happens, by the way, the same night as the fall dance. Yeah. Which it's stupid. Like, like, once the fucking book is opened, shit fucking moves. Jack Black puts the snowman back that rhymed. <laughs> and he puts it in the book and they go back to his house. And then all the shit's fucked. Yeah, because the fucking not, Slappy the Dummy is out. Now, and Slappy apparently is a fucking Hitler of, of the, the, the monsters. Uh, weird, weird parallel, but okay. Why? <laughs> just, just uh, not the, not the, not the <laughs> reference I would have gone with. <laughs> I would have gone like Crypt Keeper, you oh. know, the ringleader. Yeah, he's fucking, he's... Well, what is Hitler but the ringleader of the Nazis? Exactly. So there. What okay. the fuck, man? You don't get it? I, I get, get it. it. I get it. I get it. Just like. <laughs> he's burning books. Oh, yeah. He's, he's a fucking books. Nazi. Uh, this is another thing that bothered me, actually. The first one he gets into is the haunted car. And oh. he's driving He's he's driving around town in this fucking car. Um, I see you driving around town, town with the girl. I... Wait. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we were doing a thing together. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to go with, I see you driving around town in a haunted car. And, and I'm, I'm like... like Fuck you. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Thank you. I, I, I wouldn't have known that. <laughs> see? I see you driving. Um, the Haunted Car is not a Goosebumps book. What is it? It is a Goosebumps is Series it? 2000 book. So, like, when everyone talks about Goosebumps, they talk about the Scholastic Goosebumps books released from, like, 92 to 97. Oh, bleh. And I'm not, are you, like... Are you really going to dif- differentiate between Goosebumps and, and Goosebumps, Goosebumps 2000? 2000? Yes. Ugh, because nobody me. cares about Goosebumps 2000. Why not? Because they're fucking weird. Why? Like, Cry of the Cat is like... I would it's cry. It's darker. I cry, I cry about cats. It's darker, but it's not as good. Um, like, the Series 2000 books are, like, kind of darker than the original Goosebumps books, but just not as good. What makes them not as good? Maybe because you were older when you read them. And I wasn't the target audience anymore? Yeah. You know what? Fair point. Yeah. Fair point. I'm still going to hold out because it doesn't bother me that it's not a Goosebumps book. But because for this movie, for marketing purposes, they're like, we're reprinting Goosebumps classic books under Goosebumps classic. And they did Night of the Living Dummy, uh, uh, like Abominable Snowman of Pasadena, Werewolf of Fever Swamp, all the books from this one. And then they added two Goosebumps 2000 books, Attack of the Graveyard Ghoulies and The Haunted Car. Those are not Goosebumps classics. 
Those are not classics. They're not greatest hits. They're not best sellers. <laughs> They're not the ones people care about. You don't know that. You Are you people? You are a person. I am person, but I also read a lot of Goosebumps books. And you are you are a person, not people. Okay, fine. Maybe lots of people were like, hey, I like this one. Do-do-do. Okay. You know, you just gotta be like, okay. People, maybe people liked it. Fair enough. You gotta you gotta keep yourself in check a little. Don't be such a cunt ass bitch, motherfucker. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Please don't be mad at me. <laughs> no, you're right. You're right. You're but you're fair. You're fair to be. Because my I only am super confused about what's going on outside. Because there's someone just ripping against that tree, just like yanking. Like I don't. Someone is just pulling on them leaves, and they're not doing it right now. But tugging on, tugging on oak. Oh. They're Tugging on some wood. <laughs> no, I guess they must have thrown the... There's a frisbee being thrown. Oh. And so it might have gone into the... Okay, I got confused because I'm like... This, they're just like fucking yanking on a tree. And I'm like, why are you so mean to that tree, buddy? Why are you mad? Big mad. Anyway, he's sorry. Maybe he's mad about the haunted car being reprinted as a Goosebumps classic. <laughs> because he knows what we're talking about. Yeah. It's like it's like um, when N- Nintendo released Pikmin as a, a greatest hits uh, player's choice game when it came to the Wii, even though we didn't get the standard edition of the game, we just got the greatest hits version. The what? The greatest hits. Of what? Pikmin on the Wii. I don't know that. It's uh, It was a port of the GameCube game Pikmin. Anywho's it's... Yeah, I have no idea what that is. Oh, hi! <gasps> is that a baby? R.L. Stein is well. Jack Black is driving him around town in a with a with a girl named he, Hannah. With a girl he wrote. <laughs> um, and he's like, "You're him, aren't you? You're R.L. Stein." He's like, "No, my name is my name is Shivers. I'm not. I'm not the man you're saying." He's like, "Good. Those books suck anyway. Stephen King's way better." Mm-hmm. And he like stops the fucking car and turns around. He's like, "Listen here, let me tell you about Steve." <laughs> you just you he wishes. Hold on. Hold on. You sounded a lot like Jack Black when you said Steve. Steve. Jack Black's R.L. Stein. Let me tell you about Steve King. I wrote way, I sold way more books than him. 400 million copies. Oh. Domestic? Yeah, international, but still impressive. No, reverse that. International? Domestic. No, it was, it was. No, it was reversed. Yeah, so he goes domestic? Not no. international. Reverse that. You, you, you keep doing the same thing. He said international, and then he goes, no, domestic. Well, no, because if he sold 400 million domestic, it would be more impressive. But the point was that he was exaggerating his numbers. Oh. He was exaggerating his numbers by no. including worldwide. I don't... I, I think if you sold only domestic, but didn't get number, good numbers worldwide, that sucks, right? I guess so. Like, I don't know. I feel like maybe we, maybe we need to see that scene... So that we can determine. Uh, but it's okay. I don't it's okay. care. Uh, the lawn gnomes are... Hi. The lawn gnomes are like... Annoying. Creepy. Until they start moving like a lot. That wasn't very good word. I love you. Sassy. There's something creepy about like the features that are frozen. And the way that the lawn gnomes moved. Like their articulation was limited. And you could see the dust from the porcelain grinding. Ugh, and then creepy. and then once it zoomed out and there was like 20 of them and they were all just kind of wibbly wobbly moving because they were just 3D animated it wasn't as scary 
And then there's bear traps in the fucking basement that that are like snapping and breaking the the the, the lawn gnomes in half. It's fun. Jiggly belly. Jiggly belly. Oh the baby. Oh the baby. With your tiny pants. Uh, they get to the they, Come they, here. Oh shit! Slappy goes into the fucking. Fuck uh, that guy. He goes into the goddamn police station. I don't like him. And. And freezes the cops with alien freezer rays. The aliens come up. Yeah, the aliens from... They're uh, just with the butthole mouths. Yeah, from Calling All Creeps, I think. I don't know. That was another good one. I don't know. Because uh, that one, that was one that, like, instead of the kid being, like, doomed to a fate of ambiguity, hmm. um, he just kind of plays into the aliens' play. He's like, wait, so if I do what you say, they'll all be my slaves? He's like, fuck it. I want to, I'll do that. I just want to pet my cat. Is that you scratching? Yeah. Okay. The fluffy. Oh. The sassy bean. She's so cute. Um, and they get to the school to try and warn everybody. Look at your little, look at your little uh, puzzle. And they come up with, uh, Zach comes up with the plan for R.L. Stein to write a book uh, to trap all the monsters in. Oh, look how little her peats are. Little peats. They're so little. It's little peats. Little peats. The tiny peats. Oh, the tiny peats. Her little belly. Her jiggly belly and her crusty butt. Um, I love her. They their, their car breaks down or whatever the fuck, and they're cutting through a, a graveyard to get to the school. Oh shit! They're in the supermarket when uh when the, they're being chafed, chafed by the chafed by the werewolf. Chafed. Chafed. Uh, yeah. And the werewolf is wearing shorts because he clearly has a werewolf penis. And if you want to hear about werewolf penises, no, thank you. Uh, you can join uh, join us as a subscriber on Spotify and hear bonus content about werewolf dicks. Where we talked about werewolf were- dicks. Werewolf erotic fiction. Ugh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what did we think about it? Werewolf dicks. Find out. Yeah. <laughs> um, Check it out. Uh, his aunt is his aunt fucking hits it with her car, um, <laughs> and saves them. And is like, R.L. Stein sees her is like, oh shit. Boomba. Boing. Bazink. Bazinga. Um, <laughs> and she's like, should we exchange numbers? And as like, are we talking like talking about like insurance things for hitting something with her car? And R.L. Stein's like, maybe, but not now. <laughs> Uh, they get to the school and they're at the dance and they're trying to warn everybody about monsters attacking the city. And there's this kid's like, yeah, there's a giant blob that's going to eat everybody. <laughs> and everybody laughs and he looks out the window and he's like, and there's a giant, there's a giant praying mantis in the parking lot eating cars. And everyone's like laughing. He's like, no, I'm serious. Uh, and the giant mantis rips apart the, the auditorium and like, yoinks him out of the gym or whatever fucks his shit up fucks his shit up he he's alive he shows up at the end of the yeah, bo- uh, at the I end of the movie him. in like a body cast <laughs> with a neck brace <laughs> um rl stein has to write his his book and he grabs his old typewriter that he donated to the school uh-oh sassy's on the thing sassy's on the thing she always does that yeah she does she thinks it's hers um and rl stein is like, I need somewhere to write, somewhere quiet. He's like, great, let's go to the auditorium. There's nobody there. He goes inside the auditorium with his fucking typewriter, and they're doing a play of The Shining. They, they would, the? No fucking high school would do that. No. Well, but it, it's... It wouldn't make a very good play. It would not. Like, first off? Uh, second off? No? Have, have you ever seen the, the movie? Uh, no, but I listened to the audiobook. Oh. 
and it was good shit. I don't know. Um, I've I, only seen the movie. I uh, I listened to the audiobook with um, uh, back to back with its sequel, Doctor Sleep, that he did like. Yeah, it's like it's like the kid from The Shining all grown up. Oh, creepy! Um, and he's he's a doctor at uh, well, no, he's a nurse at a, he works in a hospice uh, place. Oh, and uh, because he can see ghosts, he can talk to all of the person's friends and be like, "Hey, your friend is here, and they're here to see you off into your Oblivion. afterlife." And like he's able to talk to these old people about their lives. Oh, that's creepy! Because I don't he like ta- it. because he's talking with um, the ghosts of their past. And it's like he helps them calmly go into the afterlife. Um, and there's a lady with a top hat uh, who, like, I don't know. In my <laughs> mind, she was hot. Oh, God. I don't know if they described her as being hot. It was I basically like a, uh, like a like a manic pixie dream girl. You know, like a, a fucking mm-hmm. uh, succubus living in a fucking uh, camper traveling with a carnival mm-hmm. wearing a top hat that would... Um, Eat the souls of people that with the shining to live forever. Oh, with the shining? Yeah. With, with the with the okay. Yeah, and she would like eat their souls, and that's why she kept trying to find Danny. Creepy. As an adult. Well, Dan. Daniel now. Um I just watched the movie The Shining and the scariest thing about it was Shelley Duvall. Why? She's just kind of horrifying in it. But she's always kind of screaming and crying, so when did they tortured her on that movie set, so I guess, like, I totally get it. Didn't we watch a movie where Shelley Duvall was, like, the big guest star of that movie? I don't think it was, like, the big guest. Was, I don't it know. It felt like it. It was, like, like she had, like, a... She was, like, someone's mom. Oh, um... <laughs> right? Yes. No, I know what you're talking about because it's the one I made you watch. Um, was it the craft? Bolt, bolt neck. Bolt neck. Yeah, the, that's it. The teen monster one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and it was like somebody's mom. It was like it was the, the main character's mom. Yeah, and and you can imagine like the trailer being like this summer. No, blah, there blah, was blah, blah. there was like nothing. No, no you, do you know how fucking hard. It was to find this movie. <laughs> do you remember? Yeah, we watched it on like fucking Tubi or something. <laughs> but also, do you did you ever like we could not find like a a clear date on when it was released? No, we couldn't. Like there was nothing about this movie anywhere. And the funny fu- the funny part is is like I saw that on Stars like when I was a kid or like late nineties ish i was like that's i i i i i I don't remember how i even saw it but i was like oh yeah and then i realized like it was ryan reynolds yeah as a little buddy Uh uh-huh it was like one of his early early fucking films like i i I think that's definitely one of my favorite experiences just watching that movie (laughs) Because it felt so, such, it felt like such a fucking fever dream. It was such a weird movie, but it was so good. Like it's not good, like, but it was good. Like it was a fun experience. I think Goosebumps, as it was, like literally the same script, except done in the late nineties, would have been exactly as campy and fun. I. Agree with you, actually. Yeah, because like nothing had to do with cell phones, nothing had to do with the internet. It was all just like a typewriter. It was a typewriter. It was a well, kid. Well, the kid, the kid did take a selfie. Yeah, like one, but he could have had like a fucking Polaroid <laughs> or something. 
or or like a, a disposable camera. But yeah, like in the '90s with um with the cheaper budgets and and like prosthetic masks and with it all being exactly um, with it being like such a big thing in the 90s. I think it would have been a fucking great movie. Yeah, I think it uh, would have actually been a big deal. And I think Tim Burton was actually going to make a Goosebumps movie at one point. I feel like even I'm I've I don't <laughs> I can hear it. Getting Stop. <laughs> Ew. Um I love Tim Burton's style, but I think he's kind of a dick. I, I it's all about what's his face, the other guy. Henry Sel Henry Selick, yeah. Yeah. I like him. He's good peoples, mm-hmm. I think. He's like he's like when Tim Burton is too big for a movie, Henry Selick. But he's better than Tim Burton. Much better. Like he uh, honestly that was initially like Tim Burton's style wasn't even Tim Burton's style. He just kind of ripped off Henry Selick. Yeah. Basically. See if Henry Selleck's done anything recently. He was James and the Giant Peach. He Good was one. um Coraline. Fuck yeah, I love He that was one. a lot of the movies that, you know, like everyone wrongly thinks was Tim Burton. Yeah. Oh, I can't even think of other ones, but I know those two were the big ones. Um there was other ones and I that was they were really good too. You're probably looking it up, huh? I am looking it up. Yeah. Uh, Coraline, Jim the Giant Peach. Uh-huh. Uh, the Nightmare Before Christmas. Yes. Wendell and Wild. Huh? I've never heard of it. Monkey Bone? It? Oh! Oh my god, I fucking love Monkey Bone. I think we, maybe we do that. Dude! Wendell and Wild is an upcoming film. Okay, but you want to know you want to know something even better? What's that? Monkey Bone has Brendan, Brendan Fraser. Fraser. Yes, oh! it does. Oh, God, who the fuck? What, who's the voice of Monkey Bone in it? Oh, no, 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 it's Chris It's it's Chris Kattan in it as well. I didn't even need to look that shit up. I know. I love that movie. It's such a fu- Okay, okay, okay. Two movies that we need to do. Mm-hmm. Monkey Bone and Death to Smoochie. Oh, yeah, that's been on our, like, to-be-considered oh, list for ages. Death to Smoochie is so good. But it, it's got Robin Williams. Love him. It's got Edward Norton, which I don't think you know him off the top of your yeah. head, probably. Um, it's It's got a lot of great people in it, right? So it's so good. Just trust me. Robin Williams, Danny DeVito, Edward Norton, uh-huh. Catherine Keener, John Stewart. Yes. Uh, Harvey Firestein. Oh, I love that guy. Michael Rispoli, Pam Ferris, Danny Woodburn, hmm. Glenn Cross, Vincent Schiavelli. A lot of weird names. Hey, Gazaria. Holy uh-huh. fuck. He's like the. He's he just everywhere. keeps coming up. He's everywhere. He was in Godzilla. He was in oh, uh, The Birdcage. Yeah, but yeah. I feel like he was in a movie we've seen recently. Let's take a look. No, no, not you and I. I think me and Randall. Well, I well okay. Um, <laughs> he's in the Smurfs, which I gotta admit, like he's uh, he's the only thing that's good about that movie. I don't know. Um, Nightmare Night at the Museum. Uh, I don't like the them. Bird Cage. Along came Polly. I hate that movie. Anastasia, Mystery Men. Love Mystery. How Men. did we forget about Mystery Men? I love Mystery Men. Are we just doing a Happy re- Feet too? <gasps> Abby Beats. Um, oh, Run, Fat Boy, Run. Oh, I love that movie. Hank Azaria. Yeah, uh, Ice Age. I I've only seen. Uh, like, <laughs> okay. 
I, I think that it's mostly just like um, he like all the background characters, all the weird side characters he's done. <laughs> Any who's it's. Uh-huh. R.L. Stein is typing away. All the people are like blocking off the shit. Um, Keep the, the movie's pacing is so fucking weird because it just kind of gets to this point and they chase, everybody gets chased out of the school, into the woods, to the carnival. Mm-hmm. R.L. Stein's like, this is the story that I'm writing. Everything that's happening now, I wrote it. Take the typewriter and finish the book. And he runs off and gets eaten by the blob that ate everyone. <laughs> Slappy's all like, blah, 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 blah. I created you, daddy. <laughs> yeah. He calls him Papa. Yeah, daddy. Papa daddy. Papa daddy. Daddy pops. Papa titty. Ew. Um, and it's all fucking, like, it just gets to that point of, like, it's, it's, it, and this is what I said, it's like a shitty version of, um, Cabin in the Woods, because this is the moment where you got zombies, you got the scarecrow, you got killer clowns, you got everyone. aliens, the blob, the dummy, mon- you know, everything, mm-hmm. monsters. It gets to that point where it's just, it's, it should be utter chaos. It's everything. And then, uh, Zach's just like, and then we close the book, the end. And they're all gone. Not really, but I mean, I guess, but yes, but yeah, no. like the the Ferris wheel falls off of its sp- whatever thing and it's perilous and yeah, but it just, it gets to that point and then it stops. There's no, there's no satisfying, oh no, we have to save Hannah because she's gonna, she's gonna fall to her death. You know, Champ's not, Champ saves a girl from a werewolf with his silver fucking... Ladies. He he saves a woman with uh, he's, with still fillings yeah that's the word um, he gets his moment to be a hero but it's like none of it's very satisfying uh, Zach finds out that Hannah is one of the characters from uh, R.L. Stein's books and that when when he finished the story she's gonna be she's gonna go away too and it's like oh no it's sad yeah. but it's also like I don't care like I'm supposed to care but I don't <laughs> um. He and so she gets sucked up with all the other guys, and it's just back to school. R.L. Stein and uh, Gre- uh, Gail are just like walking together to the school, uh, to his class, because he's going to be the new substitute English teacher while the teacher is recovering from a giant praying mantis attack. And I swear to fucking God, I had to stop and rewind because Jack. Broke down crying at how yes. happy they were at Gail and R.L. Stein's little relationship. They're just so, so cute. cute. I was crying and I wanted to see it again. They were too cute. Tell me that that wasn't like the cutest thing. Like with the blow and the kisses. Yeah, and, the, oh. and like she's like, oh, it went too far. Got it. I know, but she's like, oh, I got something for you. And then she blew a kiss. Oh my God. It's so cute. Yeah. It makes me angry. He goes in and he's like, there are three parts to every story ever written. The beginning, the middle, and the twist. The butt. The butt. <laughs> um, and then there's the R.L. Stein cameo where he's the new drama teacher named Mr. Black. And it's like, <laughs> I see what you did there. You know, if, if the movie had been a little more endearing and didn't make me fucking hate R.L. Stein... <laughs> Cause that's the worst. That's like that's the weirdest thing. Is like they make R.L. Stein such a fucking asshole. Kind of a cunt. Yeah, yeah, you hate him, and he's like, I wrote this character to be my daughter because I got tired of being lonely, which sounds fucking weird. Yeah, pervert. Like you either wanted to be a dad, or you wrote her when you were a teenager, and just kept her around as you grew old. You fucking weirdo. Yeah, gross. 
Yeah, R.L. Stein's fucking gross. Zach is boring. Champ is like the only likable character along with Gale. Hardly. Gale is the only likable character uh, for me. Yeah, Champ is kind of annoying, but he's like endearingly Big quirky. Teeth. Are you really going to let something so superficial be why you don't I, like him? Monster are you, house. Are you body shaming him? Yeah, a little. You tooth shaming him? He looks like you couldn't even like, he looks like he couldn't fit anything more in his mouth. When he but, bit, when he bit the werewolf and started like the werewolf started smoking, I was like, "Is, is the werewolf going to turn into a wereboy?" Yes, because I think that's funny. That would be hilarious. And that's not what goddamn. That's not what happened. I wish that's what happened. There are so many moments of like, this is almost good. Yeah. You know they got all the monsters. They've got a fucking talking dummy who's just doing crazy shit, letting monsters loose. <laughs> it's just almost good. You know, like I feel like. Typically in a kids movie like this, you get 20 different writers and there's so many fucking passes that it kind of loses everything. And I'm going to do a search just to make sh- make sure of it, but I don't think there was that in this case. Goosebumps. Mm. 20 different writers? Yeah, you know, like, um, let's see, S- adapted from Goosebumps. Uh, I don't see a writer on here. Movie writer. Screenplay. Uh, Darren Lemke and Scott Alexander. I feel like a couple more passes on this from different writers would have could have done something more with it. Like they had a, they had a good structure here for like, you know, maybe you get a little you get into it a little faster. You don't do one monster and then all the monsters. You do one monster and then a couple monsters and then a couple yeah. more monsters and then bring all of them out in the finale for as like a cabin in the woods type of situation. Yeah. Uh, don't make R.L. Stein such an unlikable cunt. Mm, maybe he actually is. Uh, maybe make a a, pro- a prominent female character who's not a MacGuffin. <laughs> you know, like or even a just not even making make her like not even a romantic interest either. Yeah, like just a friend. Yeah, that's something Someone... you can do. Like I-, I made the joke uh, while we were watching it of when R.L. Stein shows him the book he wrote at the end to bring Hannah back. Um, and if you get to page 75 before she turns 18, I'll fucking kill you. <laughs> oh, God. Gross. Ew. Because he wrote a sex scene for his imaginary daughter. Well, it's implied. <laughs> oh, no. Because they live happily ever after. That, I guess. I mean. Yeah, but I, I, I hold. Does happily ever after need is, is sex required? For a happy relationship? For a happy... No. Exactly. Yeah, there's plenty of... Like, that would imply that asexual people are constantly miserable. They're miserable for other reasons. Because people who are sexual always make them feel invalidated. Yeah. And... Fuck that. Yeah. I mean, it it is difficult, but not impossible, for a person who is sexual to be in a happy relationship with someone who is asexual... Um, it just takes some work mm-hmm. and dis- lots of discussions. <laughs> you got to understand boundaries. Uh-huh. And set you know, them and respect them. You know, like, you, you know, like if you're not, if you're in a relationship with someone who is um, not asexual, you got a boner, you just kind of poke them in the butt a couple of times and like, hey, you know, you have the <laughs> conversation of, are you in the mood? You want to, you want to mess around a little do bit? Do you want to take care yeah, of this for me? You, you maybe don't do that to someone who's asexual. 
Yeah. You know, there's a little bit more work into getting someone who is asexual to engage in intercourse because they if can enjoy it. They just don't experience sexual attraction in the same way. And if if they are like sex repulsed entirely, then, you know, you you have that conversation already and you know what you need to do for yourself. Yeah. You go find your little fleshlight and pound it against or or maybe you're in like a polyamorous thing oh yeah or whatever you however know? you you handle that situation yeah. you know that's your deal you know you you guys got it worked out yourselves you know there was like um a trend on tiktok of hi my name is blank and i'm dating this person and they're going through the polycule and like what i've noticed in a couple of them is it's always it's almost always one woman with a lot of partners and none of the other partners are in other relationships like it's it's five dudes who are monogamous with one woman <laughs> which is absolutely fine i'm not shaming it it's just like those dudes should probably also open up their their uh their you know oh expand a bit because you're if they you're, want to you know like what if they don't you know you're what if a, they're monogamous well yeah that's the, but like with that's true but if you're a monogamous with somebody who is married to someone and engaged to uh, and is like in a relationship with three other dudes uh, outside of that if they're like, happy yeah if they're happy like... that's cool but also um there's the aspect of you're sharing your time with this person with other people and like it, it is that okay like is, is that not okay like, I, it is okay but think about it like if this person were if they had a lot of friends you're, you'd be doing essentially the same thing that's true um i guess my problem <laughs> is that my love you don't language share. is just quality time uh, yeah. Not not so much uh, not wanting to share. <laughs> it's literally just like my my way of expressing my love for the person that I care about is literally just I want to be in the room with them, well. not necessarily do things with them all the time. <laughs> like I want to I'll, I'll sit down and read with you, but like I don't want to watch Survivor. I'm sorry. Oh God, it does <laughs> fuck that's, Survivor? <laughs> that's a little too real. <laughs> I love you, Maddie. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. I'm like, fuck Survivor. I hate that. I absolutely hate that show. Yeah, yeah I'm like half watching it and like it, it, it well, feels can... so forced and okay, I like, don't need to rain on your parade. Okay, here's the thing. You can let her watch it and you do something else but still be together. Yeah, and that's I, fine. I sit beside her and read while she's watching it. But hold on. Butthole? <laughs> if it's something that she thought, hey... This seems like a fun show that we can both enjoy, but then you kind of just like play on your phone and just ignore it. That's kind of a a dick thing to do as yeah. well. Like if like, I come over and I'm like, hey, let's watch a movie and talk about it on a podcast and you spend your, you know, having the movie on your phone. What? Excuse me. I didn't do that. <laughs> no. I didn't today. <laughs> but you have. Uh, when it was really boring. <laughs> we I was suffer least... together. Okay. I was at least entertained by this movie. It yeah. wasn't like I wasn't like sitting there groaning through most. Okay, yes, I was, but <laughs> yeah. not in the, a like the humor's cringy. Like not in a bad way. I was like entertained. I was groaning, but I was still entertained. Yeah, the, the humor's <laughs> cringy, but it is an entertaining movie. It's cute. It's how many silly. how many Jack snacks do you give like Goosebumps? Two and a half. Yeah, I, I'm it's gonna, not great. It's not bad. I, I think it's gonna be a first. Mm. Uh, no, probably close to a first. I'm going to go lower. I'm oh. going two. Because I think that there is just so much room for improvement. Okay, but that extra little half point is because I love Jack Black so much. I what about love Gail? him. I That's love, the other, is that the other two points? Cute. Yeah, okay, no. Jack Black is the whole two points. 
Gail the, is the half point. The, yeah. Yeah. Their their cute little their cute little back and forth at the at the end was that two uh the point. I'm gonna I'm gonna agree with that because it's adorable. It's like it you're was, happy to see them happy together. That's the only part of the movie that mattered to me. Like <laughs> I I can get them as a spinoff. Of them just go- going on goofy little adventures, and then him writing it like, what if he writes them little? What if he writes cute little romantic adventures that they go on, but like short stories? <gasps> I'm having, I'm still, I don't even know feelings. <laughs> I want to write fan fiction about Arlstein and his girlfriend. <laughs> Which is funny because he's married in real life to care. a uh, to the woman Fuck who owns Parachute bitch. Press. I don't even like her. She's not Gail. Ooh, um, I was listening to a podcast on the way here. A contemporary of R.L. Stein uh-huh. uh, named Bruce Coville. I don't know who who, who did like um, Aliens Ate My Homework. My teacher's an alien. Oh, I remember that. Uh, my favorite book growing up: Jeremy Thatcher, Dragon Hatcher, and the Magic Shop series. Of course, you'd like that shit. Jesus Christ. Uh, his wife. Did all the illustrations for his books. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Isn't that so sweet? I like, love that. Uh, like, he writes these he writes these young adult, like, children's science fiction and fantasy books. I want to draw big dicks. And then his wife draws big dicks all over him. <laughs> and then they send him off to a publisher. <laughs> no. Well, that's cute. Uh, and apparently in Aliens Ate My Homework, there was an alien with three legs. Giggity. Giggity. I almost did that because I was like, shit, if they just did this movie and then if we release a podcast like the week after talking about the movie that they made of this of this book, mm-hmm. people would be able to find it. I don't think so. But I was like, nah, I don't want to sit through that shit. Wait, did they make the movie? <laughs> yeah. Uh, William what? Shatner voices a talking plant. Of what movie or what movie? What book? Aliens ate my homework. Are you serious? I'm one hundred percent serious. I don't want to ever see that. Eat my homework. I think you need to never re- talk about that in front of me again. <laughs> um, I have a list of. What the fuck is this? What is that? Uh, a, this is the trailer to Aliens Ate My Homework. Done? I don't think yes. that we should. Or... But I can't hand it in right now. Because... Oh, fuck this shit. I am a plant worth knowing. There's intelligent life on this world after all. You are now my deputy. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. It, I'm it, done. It looks dumb, but um, Bruce Coville is a much better writer than R.L. Stein. Like so much better. Like there's there's morals, there's lessons, you know, there's 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 um through lines, there's themes, all things you don't get out of a goosebumps book. Oh, I wasn't listening. <laughs> um but the main point about why I like R.L. Stein, um, and his his response to controversies over his books being banned in schools, because of course they were, was uh if there is something that a child wants to read, no matter how stupid you think it is, let them read it. You know, um, it's the same way I feel about hearing about um, when graphic novels go on vacation in libraries because the librarians don't want kids reading graphic novels. They want them to read real books, quote unquote. 
just let the kids read what they want to read. I, I read graphic novels and manga growing up, and it was a it was a stepping stone. You know, it, was, it opened the door. It was a gateway drug of reading that got me into reading uh, more books. I read a lot in high school, and I'm reading a lot now because I've started off with things that I liked reading. I wish that I could read. You want me to lend you a book? I have a copy of a no. series of unfortunate events. No, I just <laughs> immediately shut it down. No, it's actually they're 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 like if you like dark I need humor, easy readers. Uh, you know they're not. I need toddler books uh, that have touch that has things I can touch on the pages. Uh huh. And then you'll have and like the squeak. one you have like the texture thing that you don't like touching, and you rip that oh, page no. out. Oh no! Yeah, you're right. I would absolutely rip it out. And then, then I can, I can bring in your Bad finger touch. paints when you start getting, like, a little too fidgety for reading. I like this idea. <laughs> <laughs> so, want... you're like a little, but, uh, but mostly just like the age regression for doing things that you enjoy. Which, I am. I mean, I'm kind of the same way with, like, my stuffed animals. Okay, but here's the thing. I kind of totally am a little. Uh, whenever I'm having when, a tough day, like I'll 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 cuddle with my stuffed animals and like no, I don't want to do things. When when you're not around, I talk like this most of the time. <laughs> Beep. Yeah. I need I need a blanket. <laughs> I, I, is is this the most talking outside of baby talk you do a week? Kinda yeah. <laughs> I like or like I go ice cream and stupid like I don't know. Stubby milk. To, Stubby milk. Milosh. M- Milosh isn't baby talk. <laughs> Milosh. It's just warbs. It's warbs. Warbs. I got burb, and I got, I got milk. I got blue. I got. Uh, sometimes, sometimes I have to like, like it. I. So when other people are around, I have to like shove those, those feelers down. Mm-hmm. It's it's. But when it's just me and Randall, I'm just like, I'm like, like, I'll just sing to myself. Like, I'll go, la, la, lu, 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 <laughs> la, lu, 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 and I'll go, hey. Anyway. <laughs> I, I say, hey, a lot. Just <laughs> for no reason. Just uh, no, there's no reason I say hey. <laughs> Until next time. Yes. Viewer beware. You're in for... You're in for a... Scare? Yeah. You're in for butt hair. It's a... Viewer beware. You're in for a scare.